Welcome in to another new AMP podcast. My name is Ben DuBose, news editor with the AMP publications team, where I work for both Codings Pro Magazine and Materials Performance Magazine. On today's show, we have a three-person panel to discuss the new approach to corrosion management known as Integrate External Corrosion Management, or IECM for short. We had our initial episode on IECM a couple of months ago, which you can find in our archives, and this will effectively be part two of that conversation, albeit with a couple new panelists to discuss different aspects of the program. For those who aren't aware, IECM is a risk-based management program incorporating inline inspection data, modeling, soil data, and much more to try and develop corrosion growth rates at the girth well level, while also allowing for models of different scenarios without having to send people out into the field. If it sounds familiar, that's because we have published multiple articles about IECM in MP, both print and online, so we definitely encourage those of you listening to reference and search out those. Joining us today for a deeper discussion about what this means for the corrosion industry are Keith Parker, external corrosion specialist at Enbridge, Joe Mazella, president of consulting firm Engineering Director Incorporated, also known as EDI, and Tom Hayden, chief technology officer at EDI. Guys, good afternoon, and I think a good place to start would be by allowing each of you to introduce yourselves to our listeners and give a little bit of your personal biography as it pertains to the corrosion industry. Keith, we can start with you. Thanks, Ben. Uh, my name is Keith Parker. I work for Enbridge Liquid Pipelines. I am the uh, external corrosion specialist. I've been in the industry for around 30 years in different positions um, and uh, a member of NACE for over 25. Joe, we can go to you. Sure. So uh, my name is Joe Mazzella. I'm the president of engineering director, also known as EDI. Um, EDI is a boutique consulting firm specializing in information technology, artificial intelligence, and geographical information systems. My background is primarily in protective coatings and operations, uh, specifying coating systems across multiple industries and related applications. And I spent about 30 years doing that. And Tom, we can wrap up with you. Thanks, Ben. Uh, my name's Tom. I work with uh, Joe uh, at EDI. I'm the CTO. I'm a relative newcomer to the corrosion space. I've been working in the corrosion industry probably about five or six years now. Uh, my background is actually in consumer technology. Uh, I worked for uh, a company called Facebook uh, and another company called Grubhub uh, long before they IPO'd. I helped build out a lot of their data infrastructure and some of their machine learning technology. Uh, and I'm trying, to, Joe and I and, and Keith, we're trying to bring some of this technology from the consumer tech uh, side over into the corrosion industry. Keith, I think in another introductory question that I think a lot of listeners may want to know is about the role of Tom and Joe and people like that compared to what you do with Enbridge. So in this sort of collaboration, if you will, what's the role of Enbridge when it comes to the development of IECM? And then what's the role of industry partners like Tom and Joe at EDI? Well, um, you know, the, the digital twins, uh, require a lot of data. And um, Tom and Joe are very good at getting data and uh, understanding it and putting it together as well as uh, managing that data. Um, so that's uh, that's kind of where, where they come in to uh, IECM. So with introductions out of the way, Keith, I want to give you an opportunity to fill in our listeners that may not have heard episode one or haven't had a chance yet to call up those previous articles. Just explain what IECM is on a conceptual level. What is it that you guys are trying to do here? Well, uh, 
we have a, a very good understanding of the corrosion mechanism. Um, we also understand the variables that influence corrosion, and we have a lot of data. Uh, there's a lot of data available to us from historical surveys, uh, soil and environmental surveys, inline inspection data. And what we're trying to do is, is put that data together and leverage it um, using digital twins to uh, better anticipate um, corrosion and uh, the corrosion mechanism um, so that it, it's more of a, a predictive program than a prescriptive program. So from EDI's perspective, we talked earlier about their role in this. I know you guys have been working on some machine learning elements. How does that fit into the overall framework of IECM? Yeah, that's a great question. So IECM is, is a fantastic framework that operators can use to incorporate more data into their into their uh, cathodic protection systems and into their corrosion management systems. And uh, one of the way that we think, think about data at EDI is we think about data in terms of uh, two different types. We think about uh, data that you can go and get, right? You can go and, and get data perhaps on the pH of the soil. Uh, then we also think about data in terms of data that, that you have to, you might be able to synthesize. So in the case of uh, machine learning, uh, we use machine learning to help come up with new ways that we can think about things like soil corrosion growth rates, for instance. Uh, it's actually pretty hard just to get a map of uh, the, the globe or a map of North America where you can just look at and say, hey, what's the what's the soil corrosion growth rate you know, outside of Chicago right now? Or look anywhere and say, what is the corrosion, corrosion growth rate? So we use machine learning to help uh, create new data sets that can also uh, you know, work with the ones that we have that are existing, and then they get plugged into uh, plugged into one of the phases of the IECM program and help us generate uh, risk estimates uh, and, uh, and and corrosion growth rate estimates. What are the ways that you can sort of fit that into the overall workflow when we're talking about machine learning? Oh, so this is you know coming from coming from the consumer tech, this is always the problem across not just the corrosion industry, but really any any industry is you have this technology that people are developing that can do some really cool stuff. It can estimate in our case, it can estimate corrosion growth rates or it can estimate uh, you know impacts of uh, different types of soils, and it can do some really sophisticated stuff. But the hard part, and it's easy to do that on a standalone, just sort of you build a model, you write a paper, everyone's happy. The hard part is integrating it into the actual businesses working. Mm -hmm. um, and, and like I said, this is not just corrosion. Uh, you know, this is a challenge even in, in consumer technology. And so this is the challenge here is, you know, IECM is, is, is sort of part of that workflow for how, they, how, how Enbridge thinks about uh, external corrosion. And we can sort of fit in by saying, you know what, hey, at different points, uh, different points in the algorithm, we can sort of put in machine learning. So for instance, uh, you know, there, one example might be, hey, we want to look at a test point or we want to look at a, at a place on the pipeline and we want to say, what are the different sort of outcomes that can happen here? If we had no CP, no cathodic protection, what is the corrosion growth rate going to be look, look like? If we had, uh, you know, if we had a, a, a ground bed and CP installed, then what is the corrosion growth rate going to look like then? And allow you to estimate a different, you know, it allows you to sort of play out different scenarios Mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, you know that that's really the way that we can integrate it. In addition to you know putting it in part of you know almost every operator has a pretty sophisticated GIS system now. We can do different types of integration with GIS systems uh, and different types of mapping programs. But that's that's always the hard part is trying to figure out how to fit that in. 
Uh, and I, I think, you know, we're, we're getting pretty close at, at finding out. And I think IECM is one framework. Uh, and and I, I think probably the best one out there for how, how, this can all, how this can all sort of slide in together. When you give those explanations, the concept of data is just paramount to this. It's just an overwhelming amount of data that you're bringing in. How do you manage just the sheer volume of data that you're bringing in through this concept? Yeah, so this is this is a big challenge. So uh, in addition to working in corrosion, I also uh, teach classes on data governance at Northwestern here in Chicago. And uh, again, this is sort of another trend that's happening, not just in corrosion, but across many industries, uh, which is this concept of data governance. And so data governance is, is a broad topic. It can sort of mean a lot of things to different people. Um, in general, it sort of covers things like what is the what is the metadata about your data? Where did it come from? Uh, what types of processing was done before it came to you? So, you know, in, in our machine learning, we use data, we use operator data, right? We use data from CP systems, from test points, uh, but we also use data that we get from uh, like governments, right? So a mm -hmm. lot of a lot of the soil data comes from different government organizations, for instance, like. Uh, we might get it from the USDA or from Israel. There's all sorts of different soil data. Or we, we get data on HVAC, on power lines, uh, or we might get in every data, every piece of data has a different transformation or something different that's done to it, right? It might come from different sources. Those sources might have, uh, you know, different policies on their own. They might have their own regulatory policies. What is the accuracy of the data? Uh, they might have their own uh, their own workflows and their own uh, integrations. So part of the challenge is, uh, you know, not only sort of pulling in the data and using it and being aware of the data, but also like documenting and mm -hmm. building out actual processes for here's where this data came from, here's what was done to it. And you know, part of what's nice about IECM, uh, probably more for Keith than me as sort of a vendor is like, it's designed to be sort of like plug and play with different data vendors. So mm -hmm. if another vendor comes along and has, or another government entity comes along and has really good soil data, we should just be able to pull out, pull out the, the, the old one and put in the new one. Uh, and sort of the data governance policies around those will guide that. So when we look at the industry as a whole and the broader trends that are out there in the marketplace right now, how does this potentially tie into that? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I mean, if you even flip through, you know, for instance, this month's MP magazine, you'll see sort of advertisements for vendors in there that are offering all sorts of digitally connected technology now, right? So you think about IoT devices like RMUs, or you know, now there's sort of IoT connections on rectifiers. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of stuff happening in terms of data, right? This and again, this sort of you know, sort of circles back to, hey, we're starting to pull in data for more and more different sources. You might have multiple vendors out there that are offering RMUs, and you've got data on different vendor portals. Uh, you know, to Joe's point, you know, you might have data uh, coming in from governments. You might have data coming from multiple different governments. So now all of a sudden you have this sort of trend where there's just tons and tons of data coming in. And this trend of IoT, uh, you know, for instance, Joe and I offer atmospheric corrosion sensors. Uh, we're building our own sensors. Lots of people are out there sort of building sensor data uh, that, that can feed in now that can feed into some different vendor systems now. So where data governance comes in is we can say, okay, well, hey, we're getting uh, one set of RMU data. It goes here. How can we pull this in into a centralized repository? We've got ILI data over here. How can we pull this in? And what's the, what's the validation that's gone on there? And so some of the bigger trends are, you know, sort of not just data, but then it's the, another trend is sort of how can you go from this to automation? Right. The, I think the part of the dream that I think a lot of people in the industry are thinking about is how can we take a CP system and make it totally automated? 
right? Uh, mm -hmm. you know, not just not necessarily remove humans from the equation, but you can build this system and you can have it monitored. You can have, uh, you know, you can have uh, rectifiers that are connected and making smart decisions. You can do a lot, a lot of really cool automation. And again, you've sort of seen this play out in other technologies, in other in other industries, right? Where you've seen consumer technology companies are able to automate a lot of their a lot of their workflows using machine learning now. So I think I think a lot of that from a thirty thousand foot view is coming is coming to the corrosion space, uh, and especially into the external corrosion management space. And I think that's why I think IECM is such a great framework to think about how do you incorporate all these different data sources. Uh, and at the end of the day, you know, it boils up to the, a, word, a word I've been using a lot is observability. It's a word that comes from uh, people that work in uh, DevOps. So anyone that works in like a data center, for instance, they really care about how all of the machines in that data center are working. They can't like manually go look at all of the machines, but they really care about if one goes down, they want to know. Or if a machine in that data center is underperforming, they want to know. And you know, this this model can work in corrosion as well, and corrosion management as well, where you're saying, hey, I've got this massive system. I want to be able at any point to sort of say no when something goes down, or I want to be able to estimate. Maybe I can't. Look Look at something. I want to know uh, if it's been a really rainy season. Is my corrosion growth rate going to be slightly higher in this area? So, uh, you know, from a thirty thousand foot view, I, I, I've been advocating for the word uh, observability. How can we build systems that are observable? Uh, and how can once we build an observable system, how can we, you know, a system that's observable? I believe is safer, is more reliable, uh, is 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 more consistent. And uh, how how can we how can we get there? And I think IECM is one of the ways that we can get there. Uh, mm -hmm. And then once we get there, how do we improve it, right? So how do we get better data? How do we find more data? How do we test the reliability of our data and, and improve the data governance policies that we've set that we've set up and put in place? Um, and I think anyone who's working in external corrosion uh, and is listening to this should, should ask themselves, how observable is my system right now? And I've talked to a lot of industry participants and, and sort of the answers range. Uh, I've had people say, oh, my system's totally observable. We have, we have RMUs everywhere. I can look at anything at any given point in time. And I've talked to people on the other end of the spectrum as too, who, who are saying, well, maybe, maybe I, I don't have RMUs everywhere, but maybe I can do different types of estimation at different locations. Maybe we can mm -hmm. plug in machine learning in clever ways. Um, so I think that's a good question, and 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 uh, for industry participants, like to to rank it, to just sort of sit back and rank yourself and say, you know, on the scale of on the scale of one to ten, how observable am I is my network? How confident do I feel in observing the state of anything right now? Um, and I think that's coming that's coming into the corrosion external corrosion management space. And I think and again, I think ICM is sort of a, a great framework for this. Uh, and if you don't mind, Ben, we're going to be talking more about this uh, at the AMP Denver. Um, at the AMP conference in Denver, uh, there's a full four-hour symposium on IECM uh, that will be that will be uh, offering. Yes, uh, next March. Do you have a date yet? Uh, it's March 22nd uh, from 1 to 5 p.m. Perfect. Uh, put it on your calendar. You get to come hang out with me and Joe and Keith and some of the other folks, Christoph that have, and and Trey that have been working on the project, uh, who will be presenting their own parts of the IECM framework. Um, mm -hmm. And we're very excited to run the symposium. The discussion today has been fairly high level. When we're talking about actually making it work for people on the ground, how do you integrate all this data, all this information with other teams? I mean, it can be inside of Enbridge or really for any operating company. Just go into, if you could, some specifics on how you make this work for folks when they're on the ground and trying to functionally use this. Well, this is uh, not only is it, it 
data intensive and, and looks at a lot of data, but IECM is also uh, process driven. Um, we need to make sure that uh, the processes are in place and uh, the procedures are there so that we are gathering quality data um, so that we can evaluate that data um, it, and also uh, work with different groups of risk and reliability and compliance and see how uh, their little their piece of the the pipeline impacts the uh, the external corrosion side so it it uh, it really does bring groups together long term what's the goal with this where do you hope this is a few years from now well you know some of the things that we've learned already with IECM is is uh, when Tom talks about observability is we can take a look at our test stations and we've historically monitored you know, X number of, of test stations because that's where they were installed. And with IECM, uh, we can identify locations that are anchor points or that are representative of segments. And it's not that we're reducing the number of test stations, but we're increasing the quality of the data that we get by monitoring the specific locations that we need. Uh, also, we can uh, run simulations and what if scenarios and take a look at our, our rectifiers and um, optimize them uh, so that we're not running them too high and uh, that we can extend their life even. So it, it, all in all, we we want to incorporate this into the very essence of the external corrosion program. When you present this to people out in the field and talk to industry partners about this, are there any common themes in the questions or feedback that you get? Yeah, I mean, some of the big challenges, like like we sort of talked about already, like the one of the big themes is this is this is great. This is a cool program. I like how this sort of integrates together. How do I actually make this work? How do I go out and find the data sources? How do I connect everything together? Uh, you know, and and how does that affect the people that are in the field? How does it affect uh, you know? How does it affect my my employees and my contractors and how they're how they're out, they're out there doing their jobs? Um, and and I and I think that those are those are all very valid questions, and those are actually some of the hardest questions to answer, right? We can develop a framework, we can do the machine learning, we can build the machine learning models, but then at the end of the day, we sort of have to step back and say, well, how, how does this all fit together? How do we make this work? And so again, this is really the hard part, and and you know if. This is the if I, if I could sort of ask the industry for some suggestions too, like any you know like part of we're, we're developing this program and we're finding one way it works for us and it might work differently for other other participants and other people in the industry and so finding the way to integrate to the actual workflows is is again like really the key component uh, and in, in my discussions with people that seems to be sort of the most the most uh, the most meaty thing to discuss like how do we actually integrate this with a GIS system that integrates mm -hmm. with people that are out in the field or how do we integrate this with uh, pipeline corrosion management systems? And how do we get the data in there and make that work? Um, and and that that's 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 the hardest part. Um, and uh, you know we are totally open to talking to anybody on the anybody in the industry who wants to sort of I, discuss this. Like how can we move data around better? Like we have our own ways of doing data and sort of moving it around. What's what's a way that we can do it that will help and benefit everyone in the industry? 
going forward, what's the approximate timetable? I know you don't know exactly how this is going to play out years from now, but in terms of the coming months, what are the things that you're going to be working on and talking about as it pertains to the development and the rollout of the system? Well, uh, we've conducted some extensive field testing this year to validate uh, IECM on a couple of lines. And uh, moving forward, we're going to uh, uh, take the lessons learned from that and apply it to uh, more complex systems and gradually build upon that and uh, hopefully get our, our entire system um, through the IECM process and uh, uh, working towards our, our ultimate goal. Folks, I think this is a good place to wrap it. Uh, for anyone listening that wants more information, I know we mentioned your March 22nd presentation that you're going to be giving at the AMP annual conference in Denver, Colorado. But for anyone that wants to either reach out to you guys or learn more, what are the ways that they can do that? Yeah, so they can reach out to any of us uh, sort of individually. Um, I think uh, some of the email contacts are in the MP magazines, so go read the IECM uh, articles in MP. I think the emails are on there. Uh, and, and drop any of us an email. Um, we're, we're in the process of working on, uh, uh, which we haven't completed yet, some, some, uh, some websites and some stuff where we can start publishing more of the mm -hmm. IECM-related information. Not out there yet, but it will be out there shortly. But in the meantime, feel free to drop me an email. I'm thayden at engineeringdirector.com or joe, who's jmazella, at engineeringdirector.com. Uh, we love talking about this stuff. I could talk about this stuff all day long. Uh, and, and definitely come to our symposium. And Keith, you are keith.parker at enbridge.com, correct? That's correct. Good stuff. All right, this is where we will wrap things today. I want to thank all of you for listening. And if you want more information on our end at AMP, you can visit amp.org, materialsperformance.com, or codingspromag.com for resources from both the association as well as our publications covering the corrosion control and protective coatings industry. For Tom, Joe, and Keith, I'm Ben DuBose. Thanks as always for listening, and please come back soon for another new AMP podcast.